My name is Karen. And my name is Colleen. And this is Books, Movies, and Musicals. Oh Oh my! guys i just want to share a quick reminder that we are streaming our episodes live on twitch every sunday afternoon so i hope you all can meet us there because it's tons of fun also i just want to make a small note that during the first 20-ish minutes of this episode you will occasionally hear a cat meowing that is karen's cat so don't be worried if you hear meowing and you don't own a cat that is karen's cat i promise anyways that's it enjoy the episode Welcome back to Our Goblet of Wine is Better, our series about the Harry Potter books, movies, and everything in between. In this episode, we will be discussing chapters 8 and 9 of Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. And as always, we want to give a big patron shout out to our patron, Boom. Thank you very much for being a patron. We really appreciate it, as always. Thank you. Thank you, Boom. (laughs) Thank you, thank you. We do appreciate it quite a lot. I don't think we have anything super special we have to talk about, though. Join the Discord. Yeah. That's that's probably it, though. That's, 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 <laughs> it. that's all we got. <laughs> um, so I guess we could just jump in. Yeah. To yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, so chapter eight is called the Quidditch World Cup. So if that tells you anything, it tells you that we're going to see the Quidditch World Cup, guys. <laughs> Yeah, tons of fun. Tons of fun. Oh my gosh, separation anxiety cat. Okay. <laughs> you'll you'll be okay, I promise. <laughs> um But anyway. So so yeah, okay, so the Quidditch World Cup, the whole reason we had the past like two chapters of them setting up, going to the port key and getting to the campground and setting up camp and all of that. Uh, where were we? Anyways, you were saying uh, the whole reason that we the past two chapters happened and yes. setting up for the World Cup. Yeah. So we're finally here. <laughs> we're finally uh, at the Quidditch World Cup. Um, and you know they're 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 making their way to the stadium because it is officially time for the game. Um, well, maybe a little bit before the game, but you know. They're, they're making their way over there so that they can go watch it. Um, oh, my God. And so I I think I was surprised, but apparently you were too, that the stadium can hold 100,000 people in the stadium comfortably. Okay, for me, it was more the fact that it was like, oh, 10 cathedrals could sit in the stadium. And I was like, what? And then I was like, well, okay, how big is a 100,000-seat stadium? So I did end up doing a Google search. I feel like I should Google that. Do it. I, I don't know why, but I was kind of underwhelmed at the size of like the world's largest stadium, which is the the Run Grotto 1st of May Stadium, which is in North Korea. Um, it seats 150,000. Hmm. And I'm like, okay, that's a lot. That's huge. But I don't, know, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's because I'm like not specifically there myself or I was looking at a whole bunch of images of empty an empty stadium i was just like okay that's that's all right that's whatever yeah 
There's um the one that popped up for me was the Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum. Um, it hosted the 1932 Summer Games for the Olympics, and it uh, said it was the first Olympic venue to cross the 100,000 capacity mark. It just oh, looks like nice. a normal stadium. Yeah, that's that's the thing. I was <laughs> like, it looks like a normal stadium, and I was like, and then I was curious because I've been to the AT and T Stadium a few times, and so I was like, okay, well, how many does that seat? And it seats 80,000. So I'm like, okay, I know the size of the AT and T Stadium, which is pretty big. So I think of the AT&T stadium, but doubled. I was like, okay, it's a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I'm I'm very curious as to how the stadium for the Quidditch World Cup is actually set up. Because uh, what what we find out is that, you know, uh, is that the Weasleys and Harry and Hermione are up in what, what I've been calling the minister's box, which is like yeah. the very top of the stadium. And I'm like, okay, how high is that? You yeah. Know, it, like, like, is the stadium just super tall or is it kind of like these stadiums that we looked up where it's like, they're not necessarily super tall, but they're just like really like wide. Wide. I yeah. yeah. That's a good point. I feel like it's probably super tall. It sounds like it's super tall. It sounds like it could be like like my imagination is what we see in the movie. Yeah, you know? well, that's what I that's see. That's like but... stacked on top of each other with a weird staircase going up. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, it could be like that, but I really don't know. Yeah, I don't either. But from what I understand, they have nosebleed seats. Yeah, essentially, like, they're they're basically... at the top of the stadium. Yeah. Which apparently is like a prestigious place to sit instead of like just the really cheap seats. <laughs> yeah. Actually, there was... Hold on. Do you happen to remember if the seats are like level with the uh, the goalposts at either end of the stadium? Do you happen to remember? Mm, I don't remember that. Okay. Because I think I remember something. There was some... There was something about like the goalposts being like... 50 feet high or something. I don't quite remember, actually. Would they be level then? I don't think so. But I don't remember. Hold on. Let me see if I can find out. Yeah, go for it. I'm just chilling. <laughs> Let's see. No, at, the, at this. No. It, it, all it says in this in this one instance, at least, mm-hmm. um, all I'm seeing is just that, uh, you know, they were they straight upstairs, Arthur, and as high as you can go. Um, at last, they reached the top of the staircase and found themselves at a small box set at the highest point of the stadium and situated exactly halfway between the golden goalposts. It doesn't say how high they are or anything. At oh. least not here. Well, that's unfortunate. I know, right? How rude. Yeah. I'm wondering if I'm just missing it somewhere. Like it somewhere later. Be, but I don't know. Couldn't tell ya. Yeah. All right. Well, that was that. <laughs> yeah, that was that. <laughs> that was that. I'm not gonna look anymore. So it mentions that uh, the Ministry of Magic had been working on the stadium all year. So I'm I'm very curious. Kind of going back to a conversation we had in the last mm-hmm. episode is, I guess, kind of like just how often does the British Ministry of Magic uh, host the Quidditch World Cup and yeah. do they not normally hold it in the same stadium year every year they do it? Yeah. 
So I guess in that instance, it kind of sounds like it's the Olympics where it's not every year, but it sounds like it's every year, especially a little bit later when they mentioned that it's the 422nd Quidditch World Cup. Yep. <laughs> and exactly. so I was like, so it has been happening pretty consistently <laughs> for years. Yes. <laughs> but, but, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe it's because, like, they uh i don't know i like it's possible that it's like they host it in certain countries like when that ministry is in, in charge of it or whatever so then they have to like create it or whatever and maybe the british haven't been in charge of it recently enough so they had to make a new one yes but even still you like i don't know you would you would think that m- much like the the Olympics, you know, there's a stadium already ready, yeah, exactly. to hold this. Like you wouldn't, yeah, you wouldn't mm-hmm. need to uh, build a new one essentially. Well, I, and I, I was just saying, like maybe it was because like the last time they did, there wasn't as many people who needed to go or wanted to go or whatever, so they had to create one to make up for the demand, like make it. Bigger. I mean. Maybe, but even still, like I, I wouldn't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. I really I think it's don't. It's kind of dumb that they it is dumb. made a it's new stadium dumb. and it took all year. Yeah, I um, mean, and I, and I know, like they had to put like Muggle, uh, like repellent charms on a, yeah, on the whole thing around the in whole the like, area forest, in the yeah. area, and so I'm like I. I just, I don't know. Because I, I feel like this isn't a stadium that's just been sitting here that they're like, oh, let's put extra protection on it. Like, no, I don't think so. It yeah, sounds like they just built a new one, which I don't understand why. Exactly. And I guess they're just assuming they'll always be allowed to use these campgrounds. Because. Unless they're going to tear it down afterwards, which seems stupid. <laughs> I don't Maybe know. they do that. Maybe they do, though. They might. I would, would be not so be surprised. Weird. That's stupid. stupid. I know. Stupid it's, wizards. It's extremely stupid. Uh, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't either. I thought it was interesting that they have a bright golden light just from somewhere that lights yeah. up the whole stadium. It's It's not a clear cut like oh the light comes from that thing or this area or whatever it's just oh there's a bright light covering the whole stadium like the stadium's lit up you don't worry about it <laughs> like <It's> what fine. <laughs> <laughs> that, that makes no sense joe <laughs> I know. like I, I understand that the world is magic i get that i understand my problem is that's not how stadiums work and <laughs> i feel like even with magic you would still have a source for that light Yes, agreed. Because you can't just, like, say let there be light, you know, magically and have, like, a hallway be lit up without a source for the light. That's why Hogwarts has, like, the lights, and that's why, like, when they say Lumos on their wands, the tip of their wand has a light. Like, I I, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. So, it's crazy. very crazy. (laughs) Um, I did think it was really interesting that by the time they got to their seats, um, Harry realized that there were ads playing 
in the the stadium and i was like oh my gosh wizards have ads too <laughs> <laughs> like what are their ads even for <laughs> well i mean they had uh examples oh i did not pay attention then oh uh, let me find them then <laughs> my bad uh, ah okay there's a few examples uh, the blue bottle, a broom for all the family, safe, reliable, and with built-in anti-burglar buzzer. Mrs. Scour's all-purpose magical mess remover, no pain, no stain. Lad rags, wizard wear, London, Paris, Hogsmeade. Those are just three of the examples. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, they do have ads, which I thought was actually kind of funny because I never think about ads in the wizarding world. It just doesn't come to mind. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I guess it makes sense. You know, anyone's going to have ads. They want you to buy their stuff. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And especially with a big game like this. Oh, 100% there's going to be ads. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Because then the whole world sees it, you know? Yeah, I wonder exactly. how much they had to pay to get their ad up there. I was also just wondering that. I also just wonder how the money system works. I still wonder that. Yes. <laughs> Yes. But then they they come across a house elf and Harry uh you know thinks it's Dobby. Does Harry just think all house elves are Dobby? I I mean, I don't think it's that. Well, does I mean, Winky no, no, look similarly enough to Dobby that I think that's what it was. I think I think this house elf looked similarly enough to Well, actually, I think it's the fact that this house elf was wearing a tea towel. Um, you know just like Dobby was wearing a pillowcase yeah Uh, so he was just kind of like is that Dobby like did Dobby change clothes for once in his life like (laughs) no but but I was like Dobby's at the game you know because I was like I don't remember this (laughs) right yeah and then um we we actually find out the elf isn't Dobby but the elf does know Dobby yes and uh apparently (laughs) She's been telling Dobby that he should go find a family and settle down. (laughs) I thought that was really funny. Just find a nice family and settle down. And Dobby's like, no, I want to be paid for my services. Yeah. Harry Potter got to me. (laughs) I think it's so funny. Oh, my God. Of course, no wizarding family is going to pay Dobby to be their house elf. Uh -uh, Uh-uh, no. No way. You know what kind of families have house house elves? The rich ones. Are yeah. they nice? No. no. <laughs> and the, the nice families that could have a house elf aren't going to have one because they don't want to do that to another creature. So yeah. <laughs> that's why we end up with the Malfoys and the Crouches and, you know, all them having house elves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, blacks do too, don't they? Because the creature, the blacks. They have oh, the blacks, elf. yeah, they do. Creature. That's correct. And Sirius yeah. never uh, kicked him out. That's right, yeah. He was just mean to Creature. I don't understand. I I, I don't know. I, I think there's also some, like, like a, I don't know if stigma is the right word that I'm looking for, but, like, you know, wizards growing up in the wizarding world, they're just kind of like, house elves are house elves. That's a, like, yeah. you don't need to be nice to them. You don't, like, whatever. Like, they, they're... Born into slavery, that's just how it is. And like they they don't think anything different of it. They're just like they're just house elves. What do you want? (laughs) 
That actually, like, I know this isn't the same thing, but it kind of is similar to how people treat, like, servers, like, waitresses and waiters and all that. Like, anyone who's mm-hmm. serving you in a restaurant or whatever. Lots and lots of people treat them like shit for literally no reason. They're just another human being, dude, trying to make right, money. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I, I don't understand why people are so mean to servers, to I don't be honest. get it. I really don't I, get it. I don't understand it. Like... <laughs> They're there to take your order and serve you food and make sure everything yeah. is okay. Like, I, that that is just their job. And why are you being an asshole to them? Yeah. And then they're like, oh, well, I don't need to tip you. Like, what? Like, Do what? you know how they get paid? Because they get paid like a few dollars an hour and the rest is tips. Which is crazy. I don't understand that. How is that even legal? Right? <laughs> right. And like, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I've never been a server. I haven't like, I've never. I've never been a waitress, never been a server, but I know that they work hard and that yeah. they need to be paid more. Yeah. So. The closest I ever got was when I was working at Cinemark and I worked in the restaurant area. People gotcha. were so mean. I believe I hated that. it. I hated every second yeah. of it. <laughs> I, I try to be nice anytime I like talk to anyone in like Same. the food industry. I'm always like, thank you so much. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want to be difficult. And then if there is a problem, I feel really bad if I have to tell Same. them there's a problem. <laughs> Yes, same. I'm always like, I'm so sorry. Or like, sometimes I won't even bring it up. I'll yep, just be like, oh, same. it's fine. Whatever. I'll just deal with it. <laughs> yeah, and, exactly. Well, I there were people, because I, I made like a comment somewhere recently about like that, but someone was like, well, it's your problem if you choose to just deal with it. And I was like, I don't want to make anyone's life more complicated, okay? <laughs> it's like, oh, well, it's your problem if you choose not to deal with it. And it's like, yes. Exactly. It is my problem and I'm dealing with it. I accepted it. I accepted it. It is my problem now. I can still be upset, but I'm not going to make it their problem if I don't feel like I want to deal with that. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. I don't know. People don't seem to understand that, but it's whatever. Yeah. Total tangent. It's fine. Similar to the house elves, though, you know, they really shouldn't be treated poorly. Exactly. Yeah. They're doing nice things for you. Like they're doing their lawn the laundry for you. They're they're cleaning your fucking house. You mm. could at least be nice to them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh my and gosh. Honestly, here's another thing too. You know, like it's it's the rich people who tend to have the house selves. Like yep. wouldn't you want them to at least look presentable, mm-hmm. I would think? Like I, I understand the whole, like, not giving them clothes or whatever because, oh, that sets them free. But, like, wh- do you really want someone to be like, ew, your house self is wearing, like, a tea towel that hasn't been washed in, like, two years? That's gross. Like, why wouldn't you give them at least something presentable? Also, can I just say how fucking stupid the clothing gruel is? Right? Yeah. You give your house self laundry to wash for you. How is that not giving them clothes? Right? Yeah. It's, it's, I, I don't know. Explain. I don't know. I do not know. <laughs> Y'all bitches. Actually, just Joe needs to come up with a better thing. There's got to be a better way to set a house elf free. One that actually makes sense. One that actually makes sense. Because yes. the clothing thing is fucking stupid. It could be kind of similar to the genie in Aladdin where maybe they have like a bracelet or something that has like, the like the name of the family they serve and like the address or something and so um if the house self runs away or something and they get captured they can see ah this is the family you belong to and if the family wants to set them free then they you know like unlock the bracelet take it off of them and be like okay get out of here 
Exactly. I agree. But apparently not. Apparently not. It's just stupid clothing. What here? I know. What is to prevent you from forgetting that there's a piece of clothing in something and then handing it away? Right. To your yeah. house elf. Like, for instance, yeah. in book two, with Lucius handing Dobby the sock in the diary. Yeah. Were yeah. you giving Dobby the diary as a gift? Is that why the ho- the sock being handed to him set him free? Or is it just whenever you hand them clothes, period? Going based on the second book, I feel like it's just whenever you hand them clothes, period. That's fucking stupid because how are you supposed to give them your laundry to do? Exactly. You, you just tell them to go collect the laundry? I, I think that's it. I think I think it's essentially kind of a loophole kind of situation where it's like, you know, you just put your clothes in a laundry basket, the house elves go get it, and that means that you didn't hand them the laundry. But even if you're just kind of like, oh, hey, I forgot such and such, and you just like toss it at them, isn't that technically handing them laundry? Yeah. Yeah, I would handing say it clothes? is. See, I don't understand. Joe. Joe. I yeah. No. <laughs> you have failed here. <laughs> yes. Agreed. There are some holes in your logic, and we have poked <laughs> them until they're really big. <laughs> we have torn your logic apart. Um, But yeah, so Winky just really thinks that Dobby should go settle down and chill out with the whole I want to be paid for my work thing, whatever. Hermione's all like, I'm sure she's real proud of Dobby wanting to get paid for his work. She's like, yeah, Dobby, let's go. Yes. (laughs) Because this is her book. (laughs) Well, this is like the start of her going all out for the the house elf rights. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because Hermione does talk about the house elves like later. And I'm kind of like, is this the start of this? Like, I I don't remember this. I think it is. I think so too. Um, but I think we just see it more in the next one. Or maybe it's this one that we see it more in. I don't know. I feel like it's mainly in the next book. Because in this book, I feel like we're too preoccupied with the the Triwizard Cup. I have to go help um, this cat. I'll be right back. Okay, have fun. But anyway. Yeah, I don't know. I think this is probably where it starts. I don't know if this is where it gets really crazy. Yeah, I, I definitely think this is where it starts and the next book it gets crazy. I think the next one is where it gets crazy. Yeah. Do you have anything else about the house elves? Nope. I guess the next thing might be your comment on the omnioculars. Probably. Um, but it, it's mostly just that, like, so the omnioculars, they can do all kinds of things. And I just think they're so strange. Like, Ron makes a point of being like, I can watch this guy pick his nose, like, over and over and over again. And I was like, what? The, what? Yeah, I was like, ah, yes, teenage boys. That's I not don't... what it's for. <laughs> I mean, he was just testing them out, and that's what he happened to see. Come on. I guess. Um, but then, you know, Hermione is, a, you know, there's a program for the the Quidditch World Cup, guys, in case you were wondering, which, like, I haven't been to many sports games where there's a program. Same. Because that's not, like, a thing. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's not a thing. You'll get programs at, like, not even, like, 
real performances from like big artists you get programs at like choir concerts and band concerts and orchestra concerts and And musicals and plays and like it's it's more arts yeah it's the arts that you tend to get programs at you get them at um like art exhibits too sometimes it depends on if they want to give you a little bit more information about the art pieces that are there and stuff but very rarely in fact i have never heard of anyone getting a program at a sporting event same which this is a sporting event and not an art performance so (laughs) although i feel like harry and ron would disagree and be like no this is art do you see the way crumb flies this is art that's a good point (laughs) i guess okay i guess since it's like the world cup yeah Maybe not everyone knows all of the players on the team. So maybe the program says stuff about the players. I mean, that's my guess. And then like talks about the different ads that they have at the World Cup for like the different services and things. Yeah. If I had to guess like what was in the program, I would guess that, I mean, number one ads, obviously. Yeah. Uh, then it would be like history of the World Cup, and then it would be like, oh, yeah. the Bulgarian team, and like the team's history, and then the yeah. individual players, and then we'd get the Ireland team and its history, and then its individual players, and like that would be it. And and maybe possibly like the the like past teams that have like won in like the maybe like last ten years or something, because obviously yeah. doing four hundred and twenty two entries would be crazy, but yeah. um. But yeah, I was I was shook because, you know, I first like listened to this and I was like, oh, Hermione's reading the program. That makes a lot of sense. And then I was like, wait, there's a program. <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah, yeah I was exactly. So confused. Um, but, you know, it's fine, I guess. It's if fine. Joe wants to claim that there's a program for her <laughs> weird sporting event, she can. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like anywhere else I've been that there's been a program that I'm like. No. Interesting. I, I don't think so, though. No, it's it's all art stuff. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. That's, that's honestly the only place I've ever heard of a program being. So. Yeah, that's why I'm trying to think if there's anywhere else I've been where there's been a program, and I, I've i got nothing. I don't think so. I mean, there's programs at church. But again, not sports. <laughs> again, not sports, yeah. That's a little different. Yeah, I don't know. If you guys know of any sporting events that have had programs, <laughs> let us know so we can look these things up and see what the program even has in it, because I'm curious. Same, to be honest. Same. I genuinely don't know any sporting events or sports that would utilize a program it does doesn't make sense to me yeah that just doesn't happen that's just me programs are different from rosters guys rosters tell you all the sport player people's whatever they are i don't don't know what they're all called yeah that stuff whatever (laughs) i don't know we're not sports people (laughs) (laughs) it's true (laughs) like i like football but I, i don't i don't know like I don't know. The, the, <laughs> ol- the only reason I've even watched football was because I was in marching band in high school. So I went to all those games. And even now, like my parents still have season tickets for our high school yep. uh, football games. And so sometimes I'll still go to those games. Yeah, but otherwise, it's like I 
I don't follow sports at all. Nope. Same. Even even our high school's games, I don't follow them anymore. I'll I'll go to them occasionally, but I don't follow. I think the only sports I follow are the Dallas Cowboys. They have a game tonight, so. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yep, 5.30 p.m. Oh, are you going to watch it? Probably. They're playing against the 49ers. Ah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. See, I don't, I don't even follow the Dallas Cowboys. That shows you how much I don't follow. That is totally fine. <laughs> um, but we can go to your comment, since I'm sure it's before mine. My comment about Percy? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> so you know, the Weasleys and everyone, they're in the box. And then the, uh, the Minister of Magic comes in, you know, and it's Fudge. Um, and so, you know, everyone kind of like stands up to, you know, like say hi to Fudge, shake his hand, whatever. And Percy bows uh, to Fudge and his glasses fall off his head and just apparently shatter when they hit the ground. So how fragile are these glasses? I don't know. How bad are your glasses, Percy? Because usually glasses have like a wire frame or a plastic frame. They're yeah. not going to be completely glass. So Exactly, yeah. Unless so, unless his lenses were like the really thin glass, like he didn't need a super strong prescription. That could be it. Maybe his lenses shattered and that's what she meant? I mean, that's what I assumed. I, I assumed the lenses shattered, but even still, but I'm it like, It just How? sounds like his glasses died. <laughs> Well, I mean, if the lenses shatter, then yeah, of course well, they yeah. do. But I, I, like in my perspective, like what uh-huh. I'm thinking of, it just sounds like the whole thing just crumbled. It's gone, all of it. Yeah, no, that's not what I got. <laughs> I just got the lenses shattering, and I was like, "That why? Yeah, I how? Don't know. I don't know." I'm like, my glasses fell off my head a couple months ago, and I had to get new ones because they snapped in half, but. They well, didn't, maybe they that's what happened to shatter. Percy's glasses. <laughs> it just snapped in half. They, she should say that then. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the glasses thing doesn't make any sense. Yeah, no, it really at doesn't. Um, but okay, so the Bulgarians, because Fudge has the Bulgarians with him. Yeah, he has the Bulgarian Minister of Magic uh, with him. I think it's really Minister. interesting... Yeah, that they, like, had to try and explain who Harry was. They had to explain who Harry Potter was, and they still didn't get it. And then they looked at his scar and were like, oh, yeah, we know who he is. I thought that was the weirdest thing. Because it was like, you don't recognize the name Harry Potter. Yeah. Like, I feel feel like he should hear Harry (laughs) Potter and be like, oh, that guy, that kid. Okay, got it. But no, it was the scar. And it was like, yeah. His name doesn't change. It's one language. <laughs> I exactly. <laughs> like his name is Harry Potter. Harry Potter. That's it. There you go. Yeah, that that is it. I mean, like maybe <laughs> the pronunciation changes uh between like yeah. the different dialects, but it's still same name. Same name. I feel like you would still get it. <laughs> I think you would too, considering he's pretty famous. Yeah. And also, like like, F- Fudge is kind of like, oh, my God, the Bulgarian, you know, minister, like, he he doesn't understand me. Um, and he makes a comment about how he needs a, a crouch there since, you know, Barty Crouch oh, yeah. is the one who uh, who knows all the languages. Yeah, his job is just languages. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, so why doesn't Fudge have an interpreter with him and the Bulgarian minister? Like, 
this is like an official thing that's happening. The Ministry of yeah. Magic's putting it on and hosting it. Like, why is there not an interpreter if we're assuming the Bulgarian minister doesn't speak English? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. It just, I really. It's, it's not good. Questions are here, guys. <laughs> questions. So many questions. <laughs> but anyway... They're making their way up to the box to like sit. So everyone is literally trying to find their places in the stadium so that the game can start and they can like watch it, you know? Yeah. And, you know, as as such, we find out that the, the Malfoys are also going to be up in this area, which is super fun. <laughs> Tons of fun. And also the movie does it differently. It does. Because they aren't with the Malfoys, no, which is they're not. interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. Wait, in the movies, the Weasleys and Harry and Hermione aren't even in the minister's box. Nope, they're not. They're just in the highest seats. Yep. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, they really changed stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah. But it's fine. It's whatever. It's fine. But yeah, so the Malfoys are up there and you know they're like talking shit as usual and uh Mm -hmm. they're all like just you know asking questions that are like rude like oh how did you guys afford this what did you have to sell to get these seats blah 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 and then it turns out that wasn't arthur like invited specially or whatever I don't remember what he says. Thanks. It was. Uh, that I don't know. Let's find out. Because, like, I know they got those seats as, like, a perk of something. Yeah. I just don't remember what it is that he did. It doesn't say right here how they got their seats. Oh, it doesn't say. Okay. Maybe yeah. it's later or maybe it's not. It might have been just earlier. imagining it. Or maybe it was earlier. Yeah. Hold on. Let me. I wonder if. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Wow. I turned. I turned right to the page I wanted. Let's see. Yay! Um, <laughs> I don't know. We'll see if it works. <laughs> no, okay, never mind. It's not no, not a good one? Alright. <laughs> uh, it's... Because uh, it? I was looking for Ron's letter at the beginning. Oh, yeah. Ron's letter... I've opened right to it. It doesn't okay. mention... Um, doesn't mention there, but in the... Letter to the Dursleys. All it says is that, you know, uh, uh, my husband, Arthur, has just managed to get prime tickets through his connections at the Department of Magical Games and Sports. He had to have just done something, I guess. I don't remember what it was. I feel like I remember hearing it. It might be it might be mentioned somewhere between the letters and now. Yeah. Like probably when uh, when like they first pick Harry up from the Dursleys. Probably, but anyway, <laughs> uh, they're all up there. It's uh, it's Fudge, Bulgarian minister, the Malfoys are there, the Weasleys, Hermione, and all them are there. Um, like Draco makes some weird comment about why like mudbloods are being allowed up there or something. I don't know, because he calls Hermione a mudblood. Yeah, or maybe he calls her that when they're in the forest. Whatever. It's definitely in the forest. He does at least. call her a mudblood in yeah. these two chapters. Uh, <laughs> I think that's in the forest. Okay, okay, okay. Oh yeah, it is in the forest. You're right. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Now that I think about it. But anyway, they're all up there, not being super polite. And then um, 
I so I just made a comment. I was like, I'm so shook that the top box is the best because usually when you go to like a football game or a baseball game or whatever type of sport, the top is the cheapest because you literally can't see anything usually. Mm-hmm. Or if you can, it's very small. And then I, I was like, well, I guess the game is about kids flying on brooms. So... Yeah, I had that same thought as I was reading. I was like, why is the minister's box like at the top of the stadium? Yeah. But e- like even still, I do still question where this box is mm-hmm. in relation to like the goalposts yeah. and all that. Like how yeah. good is the seating? I don't know. I because know. I, I have literally no way of understanding what Joe wrote here. It makes no sense. yeah yeah no understood because it just it sounds like they're super high up there but then they can't be super high up there if the goalposts are close to where they are basically or whatever they're at the same level as the goalposts so i have no clue what to tell you yeah i i think that's part of the reason why like you know in the movie itself um the minister's box is more like in the middle yeah of everything which I feel like makes more sense. Oh, it absolutely makes more sense. Because you're at least at eye level with the game and where most people are going to be yeah. in the game. Yeah. Because, yeah, maybe the Seekers will be flying up really high, but most of the others are going to be playing where they're trying to make goals with the Quaffle and stuff and hit each other with the beaters. Like, yeah. Well, not beaters but you know what the, I mean. the bludgers yeah, yeah the bludgers the I, I beaters are trying to hit each other but you know yeah. like it's just i the seekers are probably going to be the only ones flying up really high out of everyone most likely yeah so i don't know anyway <laughs> i don't know either i don't know what to tell you <laughs> but uh you know ludo shows up um eventually and I thought it was really interesting that when he gets there, he, like, kind of chats a little bit. And then he, like, just immediately starts, like, projecting his voice across yeah, he, the whole stadium. He's just immediately <laughs> like, okay, all right, are we ready? All right, let's do this. And he just does it. It's like, oh, okay. All right, yeah. then. All right, let's go. <laughs> and so he's just, like, booming his voice everywhere. And I was mm-hmm. like, so do they have to sit there and listen to Ludo, like talk the whole game because I don't think I would really enjoy being in the box of the announcer yeah yeah but maybe that's just me you know what I'm also curious because from what I understand you know like the Weasleys and Harry and Hermione took like the front row seats in the box mm-hmm. where is Ludo because I feel like he needs a front row seat yeah he does need a front row seat maybe he's just standing though Maybe I, he I feel like he's standing stand yeah. the whole game. <laughs> yeah, I also feel like he's standing the entire game, and I'm like, uh, uh, why? Also, do they have backups for him? Because as we know, this game can go on as long as possible until someone catches the snitch. So do they have backups for him in case he gets tired or needs to sleep or take a break or whatever if this game goes on for a long time? I don't know. Do we have no replacements idea. for Ludo? Because... I guarantee you he can't stand and talk for seven days if it happens to be seven days. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. 
<laughs> he does announce, though, this is where we find out that this is the 422nd Quidditch World Cup, which is ultimately what led me to truly believe that it is an every year thing. And it's crazy. Yeah. So Wizards have been playing this game in the same style for that long. I... Hold on. That's crazy. Because I guarantee you they don't have multiples a year. Did she I just mean, pull I... a random number out of a hat? Well, obviously. <laughs> I, I do... Like, I could see it being an every year thing, or I could see it being, like, every two, three, four years, however long it needs to be. Just because, like, we we know that, like, the... Uh, God, where was my train of thought going? Because um, we know that, like, the wizards are old. I mean, Hogwarts is, what, at least a thousand years old or something? So yeah. it's like, I could see the World Cup being an every two-ish year thing. I don't know. But I, I do think it's more of an every year thing. Yeah. I'm, I don't understand. I just feel yeah. like it would be an every year thing because, like, if it's not an every year thing, then, like, you have to multiply that number by, like, three or four or whatever number it is that they take a break for. And then that's how many yeah. years it's been that they've started playing Quidditch. What? Like, I could see Quidditch being an old, or at least, okay, at least flying on brooms. Like, that's obviously got to be, like, a really old thing, I feel like. But yeah. I, I, I don't know what to tell you. Like my my like I keep my mind keeps going back to the Olympics and I'm like, well, how old are the Olympics? Like I don't I don't know what to tell you. Oh. Okay. It is the Olympics. So it says the Quidditch World Cup, also called the World Cup or World Championship, was held every 4 years since 1473. It's 14 Oh, I guess that does that add up? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. The competition. Jeez. Every bonkers. four years since. Every four years. That doesn't add up. That doesn't add up. Because four hundred times four. No, because four hundred times four is twelve hundred. So fourteen hundred whatever plus twelve hundred already we're in the two thousands. Oh. So that well, add Joe. Up. Do we know how to do math? <laughs> Here, no. let me let me see. Cause I think what she might have done is it's the four hundred and twenty second, right? Yes. No, because even that one doesn't add up. She's no, it doesn't add up. Bad at it, math. Like, yeah, I, where where is this year? Where does the year come from? Does it? Oh, maybe it comes from the official. Uh, so, 1473, it says, this was the first ever Quidditch World Cup. Only European teams participated. The final was contested between Flanders and Transylvania. During the match, all 700 known fouls were committed and several new ones subsequently created, including the transfiguration of a chaser into a polecat, the attempted decapitation of a keeper with a broadsword, and the release of 100 vampire bats from underneath the robes of a Transylvanian captain. The Transylvanian tackle was also first performed in the 1473 World Cup. Oh. Interesting. But it makes no sense. <laughs> hold, hold on. Hold on. I don't like it. I don't either. 
She just... She's at just, least... She's just... She, she's just pulling shit out of thin air. At least try <laughs> to make it make sense, you know? Wait, so we, I'm sorry. Hold on. What? Apparently the Quidditch World Cup was first mentioned in the first book. What? Um, also mentioned in Prisoner of Azkaban. How? When? I, I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> I do not remember this. Oh, wait, hold on. Let's see. Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. It was mentioned in Chapter 13, apparently. Um, History of the Quidditch World Cup, which I think is a Pottermore thing. Let's see. Yeah. Well, it's, it's every four years since 1473. Joe, I don't think you're correct on that. She's not. She's not. I can promise you she's not because we both did she's the math. She's not. We did the math. And it's not right. It's not correct. <laughs> I, I did find it entertaining, though, because, you know, she has the one in 1994, which is the one we're talking about right now. Mm-hmm. But then the one after that in 98, it says that during the Death Eater regime over Britain in 1997 to 1998, the Quidditch World Cup was reportedly canceled. This resulted in a number of death threats directed to the British Ministry of Magic. <laughs> After the Battle of Hogwarts, the decorrupted ministry, now led by Kingsley Shacklebolt, still managed to organize the World Cup in which Malawi won over Senegal in the finals. So the British Mystery Magic put together the World Cup twice in a row. Yeah. Which doesn't make any sense. Because yeah. I'm sitting here looking at the wiki page and it says <laughs> It is a different country every four years. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I was going to say, unless Kingsley is like, no, never mind. No, 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 no. Because it says the British Ministry of Magic. Okay, never mind. I was going to say, unless Kingsley is like, it becomes minister for a different Ministry of Magic. No. 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 I'm very curious about uh, looking at the 20th century. There's, a date listed for 1964 where it says Britain hosted the World Cup and then two years yeah. later there's another one and I'm like, I don't know about that. Yeah, I saw that. Hello? Hello? <laughs> and then, so, you know, 1974 is accurate, whatever. That's a good year if yeah, you're going by yeah. those years. You're but then we have one in 1990. And it says that the U.S. participated in this World Cup. And the final went on for five days where Scotland suffered a bitter defeat against Canada. How, how did the USA participate if it was Canada? Um, I, I think this, this requires more uh, research and we should probably go ahead and move right. on from this. I think but you're right. I, like, honestly, but, I would love to just do research on this and talk about it a whole lot, but we could go on forever yeah. on this yeah we, we should, should do that on. though yeah, yeah we, we should, should we should we okay. can we can come back with our findings yeah. in the next yeah, episode yeah, yeah. or something yeah we'll see we'll see what happens yeah okay but we, we, we will move on for now yeah, yeah it's, it makes it's crazy. no sense <laughs> no. no it doesn't it does not um so i guess it happens every four years um Supposedly. but it definitely doesn't sound like it happens every four years so anyway this is when we find out about the vila this is the first time um, because they come out on the field and they're they're doing their little Vila dance thing. I thought they yeah. sang, but I, I guess not. I don't 
No, I feel like they probably do. Yeah, because they plug their ears. They have to be singing, right? Or there's music or something. I don't know. It, it, it says that there's music, but I don't think it specifically states that they sing. So I'm very confused. <sighs> I don't know. But anyway. Like when, like when I read it, I was like, okay, so there's music playing and they're dancing. Okay, cool. But then like later, I think it's like, oh, they started dancing again. There was more music. And I was like, that, uh, yeah. that wasn't planned dancing. So <laughs> I don't know. Um, but this is where we find out that they're basically like sirens in a sense because Harry is like, oh, I should just jump out of the box right now. Yeah, no, it's, it's funny because, because, you know, he's like, because if they stopped dancing, terrible things would happen. And I'm like, I, uh, uh, no, Harry, no, just no. And like Ron (laughs) is in a similar state where i guess he's thinking that he needs to like dive out of the box or something no ron didn't get up ron was still sitting down he was just like tearing up the shamrocks on his hat no 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 that's later this part there was a mention of him like needing to dive hold on and i was like what i only remember this (laughs) and hermione is just like y'all are stupid Hold on, let me, let me find this. Like, Hermione's, like, legit sitting there like, oh my gosh, you guys. Uh-huh. Let's see. Oh, no, you're right. You're correct. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but I don't yeah, know. No, I, I, Ron was also, like, still also uh, shredding the shamrocks on his hat in that moment. Oh, he was doing it right then, too? Yeah, he was. Oh, okay. Because I, I remember happening then but i forgot that he was like ready to die yeah i was like are you guys good like right yeah that was that was the weird thing too that was the weird thing too because i don't remember um it mentioning that like anyone in the box had like plugged their ears or anything but it seemed like harry and ron were the only people affected and i was just very confused is it the teenage hormones? Like, no, and like, was Draco also similarly affected? <laughs> I mean, they're not paying attention to Draco. Who I feel like that would be Draco? hilarious, though. I want to know how Draco reacted Same. to the Vila. Yeah, um, but uh, does it only affect men? I think that's what she wrote. I, I think I, I remember think so because Hermione's just kind of like, "What is wrong with you boys?" Yeah, because like, she's just annoyed with them. She's like, "Y'all are dumb." I um, do wonder. I had a random thought while I was reading. Okay, because you know Harry's like ready to jump out of the box to like yeah. go beyond the field or whatever, and I'm like, I wonder what would have happened if Harry had been able to like jump out of the box and go be with them, like. Would he just die and be like, ah, oh, the boy who lived died after jumping from the minister's box to be at the Vila who were performing at the 422nd Quidditch World Cup? Like, what a sad day in history. Like, what? what? Probably. Who thought the Vila were a good choice to bring? Well, that's what I was going to say, because they're basically the sirens of the wizarding world. If sirens don't exist in the wizarding world, which I feel like they would. But anyway... Mm-hmm. The Vila are just like sirens in that sense, and I feel like that would make it a bad idea to allow them at a big event where a lot of people are going to be. I feel like they should be outlawed creatures instead of just, oh yeah, let's bring this mascot on in. That's really dangerous. Let's go. That that was the weird thing. I, <laughs> I like not only the Vila but also the the leprechauns for the Irish. I was just like, what. Was mm-hmm. the thought behind the quote-unquote mascots? Yeah. I don't I, know. I 
don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't know. I don't I don't um, understand. But, you know, this is the the first point where we really get to like find out about the villa and kind of like get a, a sense of like what they do to people. Um it's very sireny. But then, you know, they had you know, that was that was the Bulgarian mascot and then they bring out the leprechauns and the leprechauns are doing their thing and they have to like put their like wands up or whatever for the leprechaun like Irish whatever. Yeah, they, they like Ludo I think announced like put your wands up for the the Irish something. Um Hold on. I will double check. Let's and see, and I, I was like, that. yeah, that sounds just like a typical football game because a lot of times when like your team is walking out or running out onto the field, you stand up for them and like clap and cheer and all that. And this is probably the equivalent of that. Yeah, I think the whole like put your wands up thing was just kind of like, just like uh, put your hands together yeah. for whatever. Yeah. Like, I don't think they had to put their wands thought, up. But... Well, I thought there was like something that happened. It was like silver and green or something. Or gold or something. I don't, I don't know. I okay. I didn't understand the leprechauns entrance. It, the whole thing was just very confusing. It was very <laughs> confusing. It was like, oh, and then this ball of light came in, and then it split into two, and then it, and I'm like, what is this? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. But, and, and then um, you know, suddenly Mr. Weasley's just like, oh, it's leprechauns. And I was like, what the fuck? Cool. <laughs> and then it's like it's raining down gold, and my only thought is, ow, my head. But hey, like, that might be really good for Mr. Weasley. I'm just kidding. Oh, it's all 100%. Fake. Uh, um, I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's all fake. I don't know. It might be real. It might not be. I, I, I think it's it, fake. I don't know. Because they do pick up the gold. Yeah. Ron specifically gives Harry gold and is like, here you go. That's for the omniocular. Yeah. Like, but I think later it disappears. Like, oh, I well, think they probably go looking yet. for it or whatever, and it disappears. I think I remember that. Um, oh, okay. It's, like, fake or whatever. But anyway, gotcha. um, then we have the teams come out onto the field. You know, their their mascots do mm. their little, little uh, whatever. And then the teams start getting announced. So, like, each player gets announced. There's only seven on each team, so it's pretty simple. You know, you don't have to announce, mm. like, all 50 million football players. It's just seven yeah seven Quidditch players because they don't have any replacements, which is really bad. But um, so they announced the seven for Bulgaria and they get all excited when Crumb is announced. They're like, ah, Crumb! <laughs> it's like, it doesn't matter what team you're on, you're going to be excited for Crumb. I was like, all right, all right, cool, guys. And then they announce all the Irish players, you know, and yeah, and the game starts. Here we go. We we made Woo! it. We're actually at Quidditch finally, guys. Finally. <laughs> um, and and this is when we get a little bit more insight into how the omnioculars work because like Harry starts hardcore using them. He like starts like slowing stuff down and like paying more attention. There's like words that pop up with like what you slow down and replay yeah. and stuff. And I was like, what? <laughs> right, yeah, the omnioculars don't really make any sense. They don't, but they're honest. cool. <laughs> they're cool, but they just don't make sense. No. I don't know how they work. I don't understand. Yeah. Like, cause like, cause you mentioned the words popping up and it's like, oh, they did this maneuver. And it's like, yeah. they, they could be saying that in real time, essentially from what yeah. I can understand. Like, I know Harry slows it down and it's popping up when they, uh, when he's watching them in yeah. slow motion or slower motion. Yeah. Uh, 
but it's just like i what yeah well <laughs> and then um there's like that that part where they play their their little game of chicken like crumb starts diving towards the ground so the other seeker starts diving towards the ground and and Crumb hadn't seen the snitch or whatever. They were just playing chicken, basically. Yeah. And the 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 Irish seeker literally crashes into the ground. Mm-hmm. This is only yep. one time, okay? It happens again later. Yeah, it does happen. You again would later. think he wouldn't fall for it twice, right? Or he would at least get uh, smart and pull up sooner. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like you see the ground coming, you should think, hey, let's let's get out of here. Like But he falls for it twice and crashes into the ground yeah. twice. But yeah. um but yeah, he crashes into the ground and Harry's like, What the heck? So then he like slows it down and replays that and he's like, Oh, okay. I'm like, are you learning new moves from Crumb right now? Like, is this what's happening? <laughs> Obviously. He's watching a Quidditch game of, and he plays Quidditch. Of course he's gonna figure something out, you know? But, he's, got, he's gotta think about it. <laughs> but when that happens, they say a penalty to Ireland afterwards, and I'm like, but Ireland didn't I, do the penalty. <laughs> I had that question. I had that question too. I was like, I'm very confused by the penalties because they do it later too. Like <gasps> the Bulgarians yeah. are like arguing with the referee. And it's like, all right, two more penalties to Ireland. Like, I'm like, isn't it supposed to go to the Bulgarians? Am I stupid? I don't think so. I think Joe just isn't 100% sure on how to write sports because that's not how you would write that. It would be a penalty to Bulgaria because they're the ones getting the penalty because they caused the injury. Yes, exactly. They're the ones who did the foul play and the wrong whatever, you know. Like, they're the ones breaking the rules. That's a penalty to them, not to Ireland. Unless it's like, oh, a penalty to Ireland as an Ireland gets to, like, have like a replay or something i don't know it didn't make any sense though yeah that was my thought too i was like okay i know i'm not a sports person i don't follow sports i don't know sports but like i was like am i just dumb like i thought the penalty would go to bulgarians yeah but then it went to ireland and i well see the only thing i really have like to like compare it to is really football because like i've watched quite a bit of football and when there's like a flag on a play they usually say flag on the play this team Mm -hmm. and it's usually the team that caused the problem yeah exactly they're the one that gets the flag so they're the one that gets the penalty not ireland i was like it sounds like ireland (laughs) got in trouble not bulgaria but Bulgaria's the problem (laughs) i know exactly that's why i was so confused i was like the the ireland's the irish did nothing (laughs) (laughs) um yeah it was very <sighs> But anyway, the second time it happens, okay, because, like, I don't really have any comments about what happens in between, do you? Oh, yeah, we've skipped some of my comments. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Did you want to, like, talk about them? Or? Uh, maybe a couple of them. Okay, go for it. Go for it. Um, I, I won't go back to the Omnioculars real yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just because they make no sense. But um, when they're watching, like, the first play before anyone scores or anything, like, Harry has slowed down uh, the game as he's watching it. And, you know, he's he's seeing, you know, the 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 chasers making their moves and whatnot. And then all of a sudden he just hears Ludo back and be like, oh, score. That's like 10 points to Ireland. And Harry's like, what? But, you know, so-and-so is doing this. Oh, yeah. And Hermione has to be like, Harry, if he watched it in like normal time, you would see. Yeah. You'd be on top of things. And I was like, 
the omnioculars don't make sense because if you're watching the game like in slow motion kind of as it's happening like I guarantee you the omnioculars are not capturing the entire field no. and can actually like zoom in on something like where you would watch it and so I'm like I don't know how Harry's watching in slow motion I think if he's behind only, yeah I was gonna say the only way I could see omnioculars being super useful is if it really did record the whole field no matter what you were doing so then later on it was recorded and you could go back and rewatch the game yeah see like I, I would see it as um like you watch it in normal time and yeah. then you have the option yeah to like press like rewind it and play it in slow motion yeah. instead Harry was like watching as it happened, but in slow motion. So he was behind everyone. And I was like, I... Yeah, it didn't make mm, sense. It didn't no. make any sense. Because he can't follow the players if he doesn't know where they are if he's watching it slower. Exactly. So. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so, yeah. So, unless the omniocular <laughs> is able to capture the entire field as Harry is watching it in slow motion, then... I don't. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> um. Anyways, omnioculars make no sense. Uh, there was an actual timeout in this Quidditch game. Yeah, which there was. I think that that might have been when a when a it was the, when he crashed into the when ground. He crashed. Yeah. Yep. And I was like, that's crazy because Hogwarts doesn't do timeouts. No, no, they don't. They don't. They Whatever should, happens, but happens. They, don't. They, sh- yeah. they should. They should. But yeah, yeah, no, there was an actual timeout, and I was just very impressed. That they actually had one. It, it just makes you wonder how good of the Quidditch education really is at Hogwarts. Because if they're not doing all of the things that they're supposed to be doing, like where like professional sports are concerned, then they're not learning it the way that they should be learning it if they truly do hope to move on to being a Quidditch player and like the pros. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So... Yeah, I don't. I I think I Madam think Madam Hooch. Hooch yeah, <laughs> Madam Hooch needs to step it up, go back and learn about Quidditch and also, how like, to protect be those kids. <laughs> protect the kids. I mean, the rest of the professors aren't protecting kids either. So okay, that's true. Like they they all need they all need to have a class on protecting children or something. Yeah. You know, like a hey, if this situation is happening, then you know you need to do something about it. Some Instead kind of, of training. Watching. Yeah, don't be a bystander. Don't be a bystander. Yeah, don't don't be a bystander. That's, that's what they're all doing. If you see something, say something. Exactly. <laughs> but they don't ever do that. Nope. Why they should they? They see it and then they're like, you shouldn't be doing that. And then they leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, so uh, after, after this timeout, Ireland st- scores 10 more goals in just 15 minutes, which seems crazy to me. Um, this also seems like a very one-sided game, and well, I'm wondering how the Bulgarians made it to the Pitch World Cup. I agree, but I also am very confused about the 10 more goals in 15 minutes, because that, to me, sounds like the Irish got the ball back every single time, which yeah. isn't how it works in normal games, because basketball and football, as far as I know, once a team scores, the other team... Like you have to like do the little face off thing again and see who gets the ball. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I was thinking too because I was like, there's no way Ireland could have scored yeah. ten more goals in fifteen minutes. Yeah. This means the Bulgarians are shit at Quidditch. Yeah, because like how did they, they, can't how did they ever make it? get the ball? 
Yeah, exactly. And if they can't get the ball, then yeah, how did they make it there? What? <laughs> exactly. That's Was it? That's I don't know. I'm so confused okay. because cuz Ireland is just scoring goal after goal after goal after goal and the Bulgarians have like nothing. I think what it is is the Irish are just really good at getting goals, but the mm-hmm. way the Bulgarians probably have won their games is that each game has probably been really quick because Crum has probably found the snitch and just grabbed it. I've had that thought too. I'm going to say that that's probably how they got there. They didn't get there on skill of their um, their, <laughs> the, their the players. Keep, yeah, the keepers and the chasers yeah, and whatever. They, yeah. they, didn't, they didn't get there on sk- skill with the, them. They, <laughs> they got there because of Crum. So, so the Bulga- like I said, the Bulgarian team is shit. Crum yeah. is just awesome. Yeah, basically, I think. And <laughs> the fact that they're relying on like a high school student... Right? To win their game? Like, how is that even legal? <laughs> right? I'm sorry. I don't I'm get it. I'm so confused. I, I do not get it. It's fine. <laughs> there is no understanding here. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. It really doesn't. Um, yes. Anyway, let's let's keep going with your comments if you want to. So, but, uh, I don't remember quite what happened. There, there was a foul or something. I don't know. But the Vila started dancing again, and you know it was so, like Mr. Weasley had to suddenly be like, "All right, everyone, plug your ears," and mm-hmm. it was just kind of like, I, uh, "Oh, okay. Why are they dancing? Why is this happening now?" Like the leprechauns yeah. also were like, you know, making fun of the Bulgarians and spelling out like, "Ha ha ha, he he he, whatever." Um, <laughs> and I'm like, "Why? Uh, why are the Vila and the leprechauns sitting on the field, anyways?" Like I feel like it would have been a. <laughs> Here's the the creatures from our native land or whatever. And then, okay, get off the field. Go away. Goodbye. You're mm-hmm. done. Your show is over. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. But no, they're just sitting there and I don't understand. I also just don't think you could have brought any worse mascots. I'm going to be real honest. Two? Yeah, that too. That too. That's true. <laughs> they're not very good. Just, neither one of them. <laughs> yeah, the Vila especially. I'm like, oh, I don't... Yeah. The, the very bad decision. They are. They're extremely <laughs> dangerous. Like you're you like you could have like 50 million people just deciding, hey, I have to be on the field with the Vila yeah. and just start yeah. jumping out of their boxes. Yeah. Out of their seats just is, to get onto the field. Is the ministry pre- min- ministry the ministry prepared <laughs> for that amount of possible deaths? No. Definitely like, not. Like what? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, I don't know. They're just both bad. Like, I... We shouldn't have either one of them. I love how uh, it led to the the ref, Hassan... What's his name? Mustafa? Yeah, um, yeah. Heading down like to where the Vila are and just, like, showing off his muscles and stuff. <laughs> like, just right, randomly yeah. <laughs> in the middle of the game and someone had to go slap him yeah, or kick him or whatever. <laughs> yeah, because the Vila start dancing, you know, and all that. And I I don't know. I, I don't understand because I, I think this is when the Vila and the Leprechauns start fighting, like actually fighting. Yeah. And uh, and the game is still going on while this is happening down on the ground at the field or on the field. I don't understand it. Why is the game continuing? That shouldn't there's be. There's fighting on the ground. It shouldn't be. But it's just like when the Dementors showed up and the game continued. <laughs> yup. Exactly. 
Yeah, so, we love Quidditch, guys. It makes we so much love sense. Quidditch. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent, totally. Like, I, I feel like, I feel like, if the mascots were fighting, then the ref should have done a timeout, but yeah. do another timeout. Be like, get the mascots the fuck out of here. They're not allowed on the field anymore. And then be like, okay, game, start again. Let's go. Well, this is quite literally, if you were thinking in football terms or basketball terms or hockey, this is quite literally the equivalent of the cheerleaders going onto the field and just fighting each other. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Why? (laughs) Yeah. That's not allowed, so they're not going to do that. (laughs) Maybe not necessarily, like, on the field, but, like, in the end zones or something. That's not allowed. They can't be fighting each other. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's all I could think of. I was just like, this is like cheerleaders just going on the field and fighting each other. Like, yeah. Yeah. The fuck? No. (laughs) All done, guys. (laughs) No, we're good. We're done. Get the videos off and ban them because they do not belong at this place. Not at all. They're dangerous. Like, they're literally dangerous creatures. And I'm sure Hermione understands what they do and all that because she's read tons about different creatures in the wizarding world. I'm sure she knows exactly what they are. I'm confused how she's not making comments about how they shouldn't be there. Right? Yeah. I mean, like, the the only, like, comment she makes is at the very beginning of the game when the Velas first come on and Harry and Ron are both thinking about jumping out. And she's just like, honestly, boys. Yeah. And that's it. That's that's the only comment she makes? It doesn't make any sense because we know Hermione. And I I would hope Joe knows Hermione and how Hermione would react (laughs) in this situation. But Hermione would not just be like, oh, yeah, whatever. A dangerous creature is here and it could really make some people die. But that's fine. Yeah, oh, it's fine. It's whatever. Like, do do <laughs> the ministry officials, do they not have to approve the mascots? Or did they say, okay, that's fine, and not think anything of it? I, I feel like both are possible, and both are bad. <laughs> yes, agreed. <laughs> agreed. Yeah. I d- nah. <laughs> don't yeah. like it. I don't like don't it either. Like it. But yeah, okay, so moving on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we could talk about the leprechauns and the vila for like forever. We, we could. Just like we could talk about the how the Quidditch World Cup taking place every four years makes zero fucking sense, but that's fine. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So you mentioned that Crumb got hit in his face with a bludger. Yes. Yes. So like I, I like right before he gets I think the I missed snitch. This part. <laughs> oh, okay. So like right before he gets the snitch or whatever, like Crumb got, gets hit right in the face with a bludger. And like the officials don't notice because they're like all focused on the fighting on the ground. Mm, okay. um, and like I like like half the stadium's focused on the ground, half the stadium's focused on everyone flying around, whatever. But yeah, Crumb gets hit right in the face. Um and like he's bleeding and just blah blah blah, whatever. Um and then uh, he he does get the snitch and he wins. And it takes like the rest of everyone in the stadium to realize like, oh, game over. Crumb got the snitch. Mm-hmm. And it just like, <laughs> yeah, like guys. Oh well, my God. Well, and, and that thing is Crumb found the snitch and the Irish seeker fell into the same trap of diving towards the ground, which, you know, in his defense, yes, the snitch was there. But not in his defense. He didn't pull up when he realized he wasn't getting the snitch. Yeah. Yeah. So Crumb gets the snitch and he crashes into the ground. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Exactly. 
Like, Crown gets the snitch, you know, cool. He crashes into the ground. He better be so grateful for his teammates because they're the ones who won the game for him. It wasn't him. That's for fucking sure. (laughs) That is for fucking sure, yeah. Okay, so their seeker is an idiot. Crom is not. (laughs) Crom is holding their whole team together on the Bulgarian side. And and all of the other players are holding their team together on the Irish side. (laughs) Yes, exactly. You have two opposite teams here. It's crazy. (laughs) That's so funny. Um, But, you know, so Chrome gets a snitch. They had... Well, they had 10 points, so... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because the Bulgarians did score at some point. Yeah, they Um, scored, like, once. So, doesn't it say, though, that... that I don't know... Well, would that make mean that that would mean that the Irish were 170 points when the snitch got caught? Because they they only won by 10 points. Yes, correct. Bulgaria got 160. Ireland got 170. However, I don't know that all of the goals that were at least written into the book added up up to that. They they don't add up to that, I don't think. So I'm like, where did these other goals for Ireland come from? Probably during the fighting. That Probably, because she, yeah. um, she just really, really, really wanted to make it so that Fred and George's prediction came true, where Ireland won, but Crumb caught the snitch. Yes. She just really, really wanted to make it happen that way. Yes. Even though exactly. she has no clue how sports work and no clue how to write stuff like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so I was like, okay, you know, like Fred and George guessed correctly you know (laughs) yeah (laughs) ireland won but crumb caught the snitch so the game is over i was like wow the game actually ended pretty fast (laughs) yeah it was a really quick game (laughs) but i like i don't i don't know this could have just been me reading last night being like oh this is all dumb with the villas and the leprechauns but i was like this game was very underwhelming yeah it was super underwhelming i feel like it's way cooler in the movie Yes. But I think that's also because in the movie we're actually watching it happen. Yeah. And there's no dumb mascots doing anything. Because they cut them out. They were like, we're just going to make it like a real sporting event. And I was like, yes, real sporting event. Let's go. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But yeah, I I do. I, I know that I was like upset when we watched the movie for the first time or whatever when the movie came out. And, like, mm-hmm. I didn't see the Vila because I was excited to see what they would look like or be oh, like or whatever. Uh, yeah. But I feel like we don't ever really see them anyway, except for, like, the fact that Fleur and her sister are part Vila. See, it's, it's not even mentioned in the movies that Fleur and her sister yeah. are part Vila. Like, that's, that's something that I have forgotten over the years yeah. because it's never mentioned in the movies. Yeah. And I know the movies so much more than the <laughs> I think they just went 100%. We're like, we're not messing with Vila shit. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were like, mm. Get out of here. They're like, Joe, it's not happening. The Vilas are gone. See you later. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> also, the leprechauns are gone. See you later. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I don't know. So Fred and George are all excited. Ludo, they're like ready to go get their winnings from Ludo. Yes. He, he's there. And, and I don't think he's very happy. <laughs> yeah, actually. no, that's, that's, that's literally the last thing in this chapter is that Ludo, you know, finishes making his announcements, whatever, because... uh 
Because the uh, the both of the Quidditch teams come into the box, which yes. that's got to be a very crowded box. So crowded. <laughs> so crowded. I, I also think it's funny that they mentioned that, you know, Crumb is like amazing on a broom. Like it looks like he's flying without it. And then he's he seems rather clumsy on the ground, like yeah. he's like duck feet or whatever. Yeah. I thought I they thought call really him duck footed and like yeah. something about his round shoulders or something. I don't know. Yeah, uh, but yeah, like as soon as Ludo Bagman is just like finished um, talking about like introducing the teams and whatnot, um, he like he you know does the quietest whatever, so he's not announcing to the entire stadium. And Fred and George are just there. They're just yeah. like, hello, give us winnings. <laughs> They're like, we are ready. And that's we literally where the chapter ends. It's done. Yeah. I want to mention chapter one more over. thing. Yeah, I want to mention it. one more thing before we move on to chapter nine. Um, go for it. It's at, it's at the end here where we find out that the Bulgarian prime minister actually speaks English. That's true. Whoa. And of course, Fudge is like, why didn't you say anything? And the minister's like, well, it was funny. Yeah. He was like, I thought it was so hilarious. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> Which honestly understood. <laughs> I, oh my gosh. I love this book. I do, guys. I do. Bad writing aside, this book is like pure gold. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's still bad writing, but it's great. <laughs> I think it's always going to be bad writing. It's never going to change. I do feel like she probably improves as the books go on, at least a little bit, hopefully. Hopefully, but, but we'll I'm see. not sure because the the ones that I've read multiple times probably more than all the rest are five and six and I don't even remember if I was reading them because of like I think I was just reading them because of the story because I just yeah. liked how those books were and I don't think it was necessarily because of the writing not to mention I was reading them when I was in elementary school and like middle school so yeah <laughs> I probably exactly. wasn't the best judge of writing at that point <laughs> yeah see now you have an english degree yeah <laughs> <laughs> Woo, but, it's ruined a yeah, lot no, of things <laughs> yeah no i i think i'm i'm in a similar boat where like i know i re i would reread like passages from both the fifth book and i think the seventh book because i really liked both of those mm -hmm. books the most um but like i know back when i was reading them like reading those over and over it was like oh yeah like the writing was fine I didn't have any any issues with it I thought the series was great I loved the story and it was really the story that got me but I'm pretty sure that now I'll we'll probably go through them again and it'll be like no this is still this is yeah. not yeah uh, the no writing nah <laughs> I'm, I'm sure I'm <laughs> sure that we are going to get through the seventh book and still be like damn <laughs> yeah she We're just gonna be really so improve. disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> We're just gonna finish the series and be like, wow, we are we are very disappointed. You know what I just realized? What? We're gonna have to figure out exactly when the movies split for Deathly Hallows. Oh yeah. Because we're going to have two movies to do. And mm, we usually do it right after right. we read that section of the book or that book. So we're gonna have to split the book in half too, I think. Yeah, I, oh I think gosh. that's I think it's a good idea. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, that's not important right now. We're not even there. We'll have nope. to figure that out eventually. But... We'll get we'll get there in like two years ish, <laughs> maybe. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. Anyway, um, so yeah, so chapter eight, that's it. Do you have anything else for chapter eight? Nope, that's it. Nope. Cool. All right. So chapter nine 
Are you ready for the title, guys? It's Let's see it. Let's hear it. The Dark Mark. <laughs> Ooh, wow. And the thing is, you haven't heard about the Dark Mark at all if you're reading the series for the first time. So you're like, what the fuck is the Dark Mark? <laughs> yeah. Why yeah. is that the title? <laughs> um, so, yeah. We'll, we'll let you know what. what. I just want to see what the image was going to be on the chapter because I didn't oh, actually yeah. look. It's... Uh, I mean, we're going to talk about this in a moment. It's but the it's... dark mark? <laughs> oh, it's not? Is it a tent? No, it's not. It is a tent on fire mm-hmm. with the Roberts family floating above it. Oh my gosh, that's so sad. I know. Hold on. I, just, I feel like the dark mark's got to be at the end or something. That's the like image that they chose to illustrate with? Yeah. All right, guys. Is there cool. a dark mark at the end? I... I don't think so. I think the only images are like right at the beginning of each chapter. No, no, no. I mean, I mean, at the end of the book. Oh, end of the book know. is the. I don't know. I'm looking. Hold on. Third task. Okay, so we're getting close. To She's like, back here. let me just keep looking at each chapter title. <laughs> we're almost there. Hold on. Ah, uh, it's Death Eaters. No, it's probably not here. So, I don't. Think I know. So. I know. There's. We see it at some cha- point. Somewhere. We see it at some point because I can. I can see it yeah. in my brain. I can see the image. Yeah. Oh, that, well, that's similar, but that's not what I'm looking for. That might be the closest I get in this book. Okay, well, we'll, we'll Here, find I'll, out. I'll, se- I'll send you a photo of this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on, let me... <laughs> <laughs> let me take a photo real quick and just send it to you in the Discord. Real casual. Real casual, like, you know, middle of the stream, it's fine. Don't worry about it, guys. Don't, Don't worry, about, worry it. about it. This isn't the one I'm thinking of. Maybe I'm thinking of, like... It might be in another book. Maybe I'm thinking of, like, the back of a book or something. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know which book it would be oh, the back is, of. This, I don't know. This is, I'm thinking maybe sixth book. Maybe. I don't mm. know. Because I think the back of the sixth book yeah. might have an image of the dark mark. Well, yeah, maybe. Possibly. I can oh, yeah, look I know real quick. Do you, do you want me to pull it? I can pull <laughs> the book off my shelf if you really want. No, nah, like, it's fine right now. <laughs> Okay. We'll, we'll look at it later. <laughs> okay, I, I sent you the uh, the image. Yeah, of, uh, I I know I know what you're talking about. It does kind of look like the um w- how they describe the dark mark. Yeah. Um, but anyway, <laughs> chapter nine, the dark mark. Uh, and I love how the very beginning is just a continuation of what was happening in the previous chapter, where Arthur's like, "Don't tell your mother you've been gambling." And yeah. Fred and George are like, dude, we weren't even planning on it because she just, she's just going to confiscate our money. We're not doing that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I love how Arthur's just like, well, as long as you don't tell, I won't tell. <laughs> I won't tell. They have plans for this money, though, and we already know what those plans are, guys. Oh, yeah, we know. <laughs> They're going to get more supplies for their stupid, dangerous sweets. Yes. Like I think they do they do start doing more than just sweets. Yeah, I think, I think so. Cause I, I can just very clearly remember um it, it might not be in this book, it might be in the next book. Uh, but I just very clearly remember in the movie at least, I know a friend George are playing with some like ball of light that they're like tossing back oh. and forth to each other and Umbridge comes and like takes the ball of light with her wand and whatnot. That's so weird. I do not remember I, I, that. Because I, I feel like that's one of their inventions, but I don't know. I'm sure it is. Uh, yeah. I don't remember it, though. 
I, I remember Jenny wanting a pygmy puff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, how do they even create a little creature? That's so weird. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, unless they're just getting them from somewhere. They would need a license to sell them, though, wouldn't they? Probably. Anyway, I don't know. We're not there yet. That's in uh... the sixth book. Yeah, the sixth book. So they're like, "Yeah, we're not gonna tell mom, whatever." Yeah. And uh, I just thought it was really interesting that the the game only lasted a short amount of time. I just think it's like super crazy, and they're all exhausted, right? And they've been staying up, like, too late or whatever. And when I think Jenny knocks her hot chocolate off the table is when Arthur's like, all right, it's time for y'all to go to bed. This is <laughs> yeah, too much. Yeah, she, she essentially, like, falls asleep at the table. Yeah. So I just imagine her head, like, hitting the table and it just, like, knocks over her cup. And it's like, oh, time for bed. I was imagining her sitting with her head like this. And then all of a sudden she just falls and her arm just, like, hits the hot chocolate. Yeah, that, that could um, be it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how she fell asleep. But anyway, he kicks Jenny and Hermione out to the other tent, right? And um, then sends Harry, Ron, Fred, George, Percy, all of them to, you know, their bunk beds and stuff. And and Arthur's like, oh, I'm so glad I'm I'm not working tonight because I wouldn't want to be the one to tell the Irish they have to stop celebrating. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and then we have Harry having dreams of playing Quidditch like Crumb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he falls asleep. <laughs> yep. And I was like, this is an interesting moment. Like, I understand <laughs> Arthur 100%. Harry... I don't think it's really going to be that difficult to play Quidditch like Crumb. I'm going to be real honest. You already seem like you're a pretty good seeker, and you find the the snitch pretty or the yeah the snitch pretty fast. Yeah. So I don't think it's going to be that difficult, especially since you only learned like one move from him. He didn't do yeah. anything else that whole game. He just played chicken. Exactly, and like Harry, it's <laughs> not like you haven't played that game before. Exactly, it's not special. <laughs> It's not. That's not new. Didn't he do it in like the first movie yes. or something? Like yes, the first that book? Poor Slytherin Seeker. That I poor know. Slytherin Seeker. <laughs> but at least he didn't crash into the ground. He was smart enough to pull up. He was like, oh my gosh, exactly, I'm not doing yeah. that. <laughs> he pulled up at like the last second and was yeah. like, okay. Yeah. He was like, All you right. can have the snitch. I don't want it. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know, man. It's crazy. Um,. So so now, you know, Harry went off to sleep and, and all of a sudden Arthur's waking them up again. <laughs> yeah. It's obviously not morning. They haven't slept long enough yet. And Arthur's in a rush. He's like, get up, we gotta go right now. And they're yeah, like, like don't don't even bother changing your clothes. Don't <laughs> yeah. put clothes on, just yeah. get out. Even though Arthur pulled his pants on. I know, right? I was like, Arthur pulled his pants on over his pajamas. And I'm like, okay, but Harry can't just quickly toss on a jacket and some pants or whatever. Right? Like, like hello? <laughs> like, like I understand. I, to- I totally understand. But Arthur, you just put pants on. Yeah. I don't Crazy. Crazy. <laughs> but yeah. they... They're like, okay, fine. So they start leaving the tent, and this is when we get kind of an idea of what's happening, you know? Mm -hmm. There's a group of people terrorizing Mr. Roberts and his family, 
and they're like parading through the campground causing all sorts of mayhem and I, this is honestly the first time you ever encounter the group called the Death Eaters. Yeah. You hear about them, but you don't ever see them until now. Yeah. So, fun times, guys. Did we hear about them before? Yeah, I'm pretty sure we've heard about them. Because they just talk about them as, like, Voldemort's followers, I think. Yeah. Well, Harry does ask what are Death Eaters, so I, I don't think oh, they give not. them the name. Yeah, they might not now. have the name. They might have just been called like yeah. followers of like. Yeah, I think they were just named. followers. Yeah, I think they were just called followers at but, the time. But but yeah, now he knows what Death Eaters are. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I, I I would say I have a couple comments about it. Go for it later. Mostly just oh, the okay. uh, no, mostly just the name because I feel like the name of Death Eaters is weird now that I like really think about it. I think it's so stupid. I'm gonna be real. They're honest. eating death. But like I think it's so dumb. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really dumb, but it's like I I guess it makes sense because uh later in this chapter we find out when we get to the dark mark, I'll just go ahead and say it now, whatever. But uh but apparently the dark mark would be conjured whenever the death eaters killed. Just when they killed anyone, I guess. It was their calling card. Yeah, it was their calling card. And so it's like the name Death Eaters sounds stupid, but I guess it makes sense if just they're racking up like the number of deaths they can do, you know, the m- number of people they can kill. So it's like yeah. Death Eaters, they're okay. All right. I get it. Whatever. I guess. It's still a stupid name. <laughs> it's a very stupid name. I don't know where she came up with it. I don't know what I would have done for that or if i would have even called them anything other than voldemort's followers but yeah i I mean it makes sense that they need a name yeah Uh, because just saying voldemort's followers is like okay all right you're just a follower of voldemort like that could just be like i don't know like you're you're a christian you go to a church okay cool good for you but like no like having like a a actual name of your group like that makes it more you know yeah yeah, I guess. Because, like, there are tons of people. I'm sure there were still, like, witches and wizards who were like, oh, yeah, like, I actually agree with what Voldemort is saying, what he's doing, but I'm not actually a Death Eater. That's true. You know, like, That's it, it, it true. separates them from the, like, followers yeah. who don't actually do shit. That's a good point. That's a really good point. Because you're right. There has to be more people who agreed with what he was doing, who just yeah. weren't as oh, yeah. vocal or public about it. Yeah. It's really weird to think about now. Yes. Because that's crazy. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways, back to the beginning of the chapter. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, Arthur tells Harry, Ron, and Hermione to go to the woods and hide from what's happening at the campground until he goes back to get them. Yes. And Ginny, friend George. Oh, yes. Because it was all six of them. But they yeah. ultimately split up. And don't hide together. Yeah, because because uh, Ron trips, and so Harry and Hermione kind of yeah. like wait for him to get up yeah. and whatnot. And the other three didn't even notice and just kept yeah, going. Yeah, they just dipped. So they just they they got split up on accident. Yep, it's fine. Yeah, I mean the dream team over here. The dream team over <laughs> here, you know, is just gonna <laughs> deal with things by themselves. <laughs> of course, as always, just like they <laughs> dealt with the troll in the dungeon. Um, yep. <laughs> 
But anyway, so they're all together and they're hiding, you know, they, like there's like green flashes of light and stuff, which mm-hmm. as far as I know, there's only one spell that um, causes a green flash of light. <clears throat> and it's yeah. it's not exactly a spell you should be throwing around willy nilly, um, because yeah. it's about a cadaver. <laughs> <laughs> it is the killing curse. <laughs> it is in fact yeah. the killing curse. So yeah. I don't know if I would feel super safe in the woods, considering like the spill can just like get thrown in there and possibly hit someone. But it's whatever, I guess. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but. They, they're chilling in the woods, you know. There's some flashes of light, some whatever. They saw Winky running. and um, Yes. It looked like or, she was being held back by uh, an invisible force. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think Winky mentions, like, oh, my master told me to, uh, to stay where I am mm-hmm. until everything's over, um, but I, I'm scared, I'm terrified, I, yeah. I want to run, I want yeah. to be safe. Because she mentions that she's scared of um, heights or being like the floating aspect of what the the, the yeah. people are doing out there. So she's running away. And Harry's like, well, that kind of reminds me of when Dobby was disobeying like his like the Malfoys, basically. And he had to like punish himself or whatever. Like it was just difficult mm-hmm. for them in yeah. general. So that's why that's why Winky was running so weird because she was disobeying Barty Crouch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, who who was like, oh yeah, just stay where it's dangerous, Winky. It's okay. Just stay <laughs> it's where it's dangerous. Fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, and like, the, this is when Hermione like gets upset about yeah. how self-slavery, like she, she just starts kind of going off about it because after they see Winky, you know, and she's just like, it's, it's cruel that her master would make her stay there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I want to make one teeny tiny comment. Yeah. Hermione and Ron are using their wands. That's against the rules. That is, in fact, against the rules. They are not at school and they are not over the age. Yes. They still have the trace on them. They do. Where are their howlers? Yeah, where are their howlers? Come on. (laughs) Kick them out of school. (laughs) I'm honestly, I'm assuming that uh, with the trace, I feel like. They've got to know where exactly these underage wizards are. And I feel like there's probably someone who's like, hey, some shit is going down over the Quidditch World Cup. Oh, there's these underage wizards using magic there. They're probably, you know, fighting for their lives or something. Like, we'll give them a pass. But even still, it's like, you gave Harry shit for for using magic or, like, not using magic. He didn't actually do it. Yeah. Uh, So, Hello? It's okay. The trace just still doesn't make any sense. It's fine. We've already talked about this. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just saying, I still think it should just be like a spell that you cast on the physical person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It shouldn't be on their wand, but whatever. It's not even on their wand. You're right. It's just stupid. It's (laughs) stupid is what it is. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But... (laughs) <laughs> they make it into the the woods. You know, they saw Winky running. They run into Draco. Ah, oh, that's and, true. And, and this is where he calls Hermione a mudblood and all that BS. He's mm-hmm. like, you wouldn't want them to find her. They're torturing muggles. You think they wouldn't be able to spot a mudblood? Yeah. I was like, wow. 
Wow. Draco, buddy. you are a piece of shit. How cool. They really made you look <laughs> a lot better in the movies. They um, did. They did. Because sheesh. I still hate him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and I, I don't feel like I still like hardcore hate him, hate him at this point in the movies. But I don't remember because I should probably rewatch them again. Yeah. I, I mean, like, I, you, you get to a point in the sixth book where it's like, yeah. okay. Yeah. Like, you like feel I, bad I, for I mean, him at some point. You feel bad for him because, yeah. like, you, you, this is kind of where you understand, like, oh, Draco was born into this. This is how he was taught to yeah. act. And now he's being forced to be a Death Eater and he's being forced to, you know, kill Dumbledore and yep. whatever. And so it's like, I, I do feel bad for him. But yes. then again, like, he, if he wants to, uh, change his ways. He needs to work harder at it, but we know that's not going to happen. No, 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 no. He yeah. is stuck where he is because he's he's not trying to really change. It's true. He could be a lot better. He could be. He doesn't spend all of his time with his family anymore. There is literally so much time that he could be improving himself in, but instead he's staying where he was taught. Um no. So yeah, because because I, I mean like I know uh, I know in like the last movie specifically I guess uh, you have that scene where you know they're kind of at a uh, like a timeout in the war or whatever you know uh, where oh maybe it's when uh, when like Harry was dead I think that's when it was and uh, you know Draco's standing with Hogwarts and you have like Death Eaters on one side Hogwarts on the other. Um, and you know, Voldemort's like, Oh, if you wish to join us, you know, you can, like, mm -hmm. we're not going to hurt you. Uh, but if you don't, then that's you. And then you have like, uh, Lucius and Narcissa being like, Draco, like come over to our side. And that's when, that's when you get the awkward hug with Draco yeah. going over <laughs> and Draco and Voldemort hugging. Um, and yeah. I was like, I feel like at that moment, Draco had a choice to make. Yep. He could have stayed on the side of Hogwarts. He could, he could have stayed there. He could have said, no, this is my choice. Whatever happens, happens. Sure. But he, he was like, I, like, I'm sure he was worried about like, oh, I'm going to get disowned. I'm going to like, whatever's going to happen if I don't go. So he went. Yeah. Bad. Yeah. But it's whatever, I guess. Well, whatever. That's Draco's problem. That is Draco's problem. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, so that and then, you know, uh, I don't remember if it was Harry or Ron, but one of them makes a comment about like, oh, I bet your parents are part of that group, blah, blah, blah. And Draco's like, I wouldn't even tell you if they were. So I'm pretty sure it's Ron because Harry yeah. is still like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, it probably was Ron. I'm pretty um, sure it was Ron. And and, you know, th this is also like where Harry realizes that he doesn't have his wand. He's like, where, where's my wand? Like, what happened to it? and yeah. you know it's just not anywhere near them and and that's also where they like start projecting like light so that he can like look around and see where his wand is and stuff and he can't um so he either lost it at the tent or he lost it on the way to the woods or whatever mm -hmm. but his wand isn't there so he doesn't have it and i sorry yeah. i i feel like that's I, I don't understand how he lost his wand. You know, know he 
he mentions Cal like, oh, he has it on him at all times when he's like in the wizarding world, whatever. And like, I feel like that's something I would like have my hand on if yeah, I were same. running away. Yeah. I'd be like, this is in my pocket. I have my hand on it. I know where it is. Yeah. Like, I'm not letting it go. Well, and I feel like Just you would case. know if it fell out too. Cause like, even when I have pockets on my pants and I have my phone in my pocket, I can always tell mm-hmm. that I have yeah. my phone in my pocket. Yeah, exactly. Because I think we've already talked about how it's kind of the equivalent to like having your phone mm-hmm. is like yeah. them having their wand. It's like that thing that they need. Yes, exactly. We don't need our phones, but we, we have them. It makes things so much easier <laughs> <It really> sometimes, <laughs> you know? Um, but but yeah, so like you would know if it wasn't in your pocket, if that was where yeah. you always put it or whatever. But oftentimes if I'm doing anything super serious or like am I'm worried it might fall out of my pocket or whatever, I still I just hold on my phone. I just hold on. Yeah. To it. Like like if I'm if I'm walking somewhere or like say it's like late at night and I need to stop yeah. at like the gas station or something and I'm worried that like, you know, someone, I don't know, might jump me or just whatever, like I'll have my hand like on my phone. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, like I just just in case I need it, I can just quickly yeah. pull it out and be like, okay, like yeah. call someone real quick. I always have my uh, phone. So, yeah. Uh, my my theory about Harry losing his wand is that, you know, in the midst of all the running and everything, I get the feeling someone either bumped into him to make his wand fall out or they like pickpocketed him. Just went yeah. like, ah, there's a kid, yeah. steal his wand. That's what I was going to say is I think that it was probably just taken. I think so. I yeah. don't think it fell out of his pocket at all. I don't think so either. I don't know how he didn't realize it got taken until now, but if people were bumping into each other, then yeah, there you go. But yeah, but yeah, I I don't know. Crazy. I don't know. either. He doesn't have his wand though. So Harry can't do any magic. Harry has no clue where his wand is. So I'm not really sure what his plan is because he does kind of still need that for school. He would have to buy a new one. I guess he would. I guess he'd have to go find another wand that that chooses him. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's the crazy thing, too. That's what I was thinking about in the scene where he's like, oh, I don't have my wand. And I'm like, okay, well, obviously he must get it back or else, you know, that the whole thing about uh, the wand having the same core as the one that Voldemort has, like, that would just disappear. That'd be non-existent, you know? Yeah. That wouldn't be a thing by the end. Well... And on top of that, I know this isn't, like, super important or anything, but Molly specifically said she was going to go get all of their school supplies while they were gone at this event. Oh, true. That would mean another trip to Diagon Alley. Yeah. I mean, Harry specifically would have to go. Yeah. But, If he didn't have his wand and never got it back, he would have to go back to Diagon Alley again. So while Molly, despite her like trying to plan ahead and make sure everything goes smoothly would probably still have to take Harry back to Diagon Alley. Probably. <laughs> Cause she's now responsible for him as he is staying at her house. Um, yep. <laughs> so cool. But, but you know, they're, they're hiding in the woods and all of a sudden uh, they hear someone nearby and they're like, what? And here's my thing. My first reaction wouldn't be, let me shout out into the darkness of the people that I don't know and be like, who's there? Yes. yes. Why are we Especially, doing that? 
Especially not like a second time, you know, because like they like Harry yeah. specifically is kind of like, hello, like who's there? Yeah. No response. So he tries again. Still no response. And I think he's going to say it again when, you know, suddenly this person. Yeah. Speaks. Says a spell and suddenly yep. like green light is up in the sky. And it just. I think the funniest thing is that after this person does the spell and now there's a dark mark up in the air, Harry again goes hello and i'm like harry you dumbass he's so what are you doing i cannot with him he's so dumb i know um but yeah so now this giant skull with a serpent coming out of its mouth is in the sky okay yeah and harry just doesn't understand why it's so scary he's just like oh what's that and Mm. hermione's like white pale lost all blood to her face she's freaking out dude and is like bruh that's the dark mark we cannot be here anymore (laughs) yeah i i don't know like i understand why hermione's scared but at the same time i don't understand why she's that scared i don't either that means someone already died usually they know people have died. They were running away from the people who yeah. were killing others. Like, they should know already that there are people dead. You're good. You're good, Hermione. It's not yeah, news. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> fine. I think, God, was Ron even, like, very nonchalant about the Dark Mark? Or? I don't think he really cared. I think maybe he was a little bit scared, but I don't I don't remember hearing much about Ron's reaction to it. I just remember Hermione's reaction yeah, to her, it. Yeah. And she was like, I yeah. read about this. <laughs> yeah no, no no even ron is like i don't get it i mean it's still yeah. only a shape in the sky like yeah. he, even he's just like eh, whatever but i yeah. feel like he should know better i feel like he should too but at the same point harry is the whole reason voldemort hasn't been around for about 14 years so ron maybe wouldn't know the the context of the dark mm-hmm. mark because if it hasn't been a thing that's been happening then yeah yeah I, I was going to say that too. Like, I feel like the only people who should be like genuinely like terrified about this are people who remember yeah. when that kind of thing was still going on. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I, I don't, yeah. I don't know why, but it also makes me think of like, uh, similarly, it reminds me of like the twin towers. Yes. I, I like that's, that's the thing that comes to mind. Like, it's like, Oh, if you don't remember, uh, what life was like before the twin towers fell then you know you're young obviously yeah and it's like okay but i feel like this is more um like this is darker in a sense uh just because the dark mark was something that was happening like over and over and over and over again and just people were being terrorized and things like that and like 9-11 was very much um a scary time obviously uh yeah like not to just throw that aside or anything, no. <laughs> but, uh, but like it, the the fact that the dark mark is now back, like yeah. that's not a good sign. No, that would be very very scary to anyone who had lived prior to when Voldemort tried to kill Harry. Um, yes. Just because like they were always living in fear that they would come home and that mark would be over their house or whatever. And then they yes. would have to walk in there and see what kind of destruction had happened or who died or whatever happened, you know? So that was like what people were living in. They were living in that fear of the dark mark. And so that's why it's such a big deal 
to everyone now. And that's why we all of a sudden have like 20 wizards appear around the trio. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) And Harry, being the smart kid that he is, is like, duck, and he pulls them all down, you know? And all of a sudden, Stupefy is getting shot everywhere. Yeah, I... (laughs) Uh, genuinely curious how it didn't hit any of the ministry officials. Same, because it's a circle. (laughs) (laughs) I know, exactly. And it's like no one got hit by Stupefy. No one. Absolutely no one. You're joking. Well, Winky did. (laughs) We're not there yet. I mean, we are kind of. Uh, I, I want to make one comment before we get to Winky, though. Go for it. Is that, uh, you know, the, the people show up in a circle and they shout Stupefy and they spell whatever and then you hear arthur going like stop stop that's my son and for me this is one of the most memorable lines from the movie because i i remember this from the movie for some reason it's just i'm just really glad to see that it's a line that's directly from the book personally um but also to continue one of our discussions about apparating how did these ministry of magic officials know where to apparate they didn't Thanks, Joe. Also, the fact that they managed to appear in a circle is very impressive. Yeah. I don't know how they did it. I, I would not um, expect that. I feel like some of them would have landed on each other. But also, they have literally no clue where they're going. So I'm not really sure what she was expecting. <laughs> exactly. I, I, I think I think this is one of those things where she finally got to uh, write a, like a lesson about apparition uh, in la- a later book. And... She's suddenly like, okay, how is this going to work? And she didn't think about how it worked previously. No. You would definitely want to think about how it worked previously. Yeah. Just saying. Exactly. Just saying. Um, (laughs) It's fine. It's whatever. But yeah. So then they find Winky. And she's been stupefied. Yes. I have a question about how she got stupefied. Yes. So, I mean, first of all, obviously, everyone's standing in a circle. I I don't know how she managed to get hit, I guess, because I would expect the people across from each other to get hit. Uh, but also, house elves are much shorter than yeah. wizards. My In my imagination, the, the spell would go straight across. Like, it wouldn't, like, curve downwards or anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I'm assuming that if it hit Winky, then the spell somehow, you know, like started going straight across and at some point curved downwards. Well, it was mentioned that the spells were bouncing off of the trees. So I would say oh. it probably bounced off of a tree and hit Winky on accident. Okay. So, so its trajectory was probably yeah. just changed that way. How are spells bouncing off trees? Don't ask me. I'm not <laughs> Joe. I didn't write it. Um, yeah, it doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense to me either. Because I think from what I remember, if a spell hits something, it just hits that thing and stops. Yeah, that's my thought too. But whatever. It bounces now. It's like a bowl. It bounces. Woo! Um, <laughs> so yeah, they find Winky and Winky just happens to have a wand. And Barty Crouch is like, what? What? Is my house elf? And then they test the... And Harry's like, oh, that's my wand. And they're like, oh, well, you know what? That means you did it, didn't you? And Harry's like, I haven't had my wand since the campground, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, well, we can find out what the last spell this wand cast was. 
and and you know they they do the little the little wind wand check thing and the last spell that pops out is the dark mark mm-hmm. <laughs> i i had i had like teeny tiny questions about this yeah. just because you know uh, we maybe i don't know if we necessarily know now but we find out later that you know like um a wand can essentially i guess not necessarily misbehave if it doesn't like who's using it at the time because what want a wand chooses the wizard you know yeah. like they're they're kind of they're very particular about who uses them and so i'm like well what if this wand decided it didn't like this person using it to conjure the dark mark like could it have backfired in some way like uh what could have happened i guess i don't know i don't know either oh jeez. random questions yeah yeah you have no clue <laughs> But um, but they just automatically assume that this must mean that Winky is the one who cast the spell. And she's like, bro, I don't even know how to use a wand. I don't even know what the spell would be. Like, what? <laughs> like, I did yeah. not do that. And um, and Barty, being the uncaring creature he is, is like, ah, well, this means clothes. I thought that was so funny. <laughs> I was like, just, okay. <laughs> just the way I was imagining it in my head as it went down, because like, the this means close, like, is an actual quote that Barty uh, Crouch says, and it's, like, italicized. Yeah. And I just, it was just so funny to me. It was just, this means close. Yeah. It's like, okay. Yeah, I don't know. But, but he's, you know, he's like, well, this is great. My house self is horrible. Let's go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, like, the poor Winky, she doesn't want to be freed. She loves her life. <laughs> yeah she loves her little house elf life um and so crouch is like well I'm, i hope it's okay like i would like to take care of this myself and i couldn't help but think that he was probably doing that to try and like hide the potential of them finding out who maybe really did do it if winky does happen to know because i think he truly is worried that his son cast this spell because I think he probably had put Winky in charge of watching Barty Crouch Jr. <laughs> but I'm not I sure. I don't think this has anything to do with Barty Crouch Jr. Personally, especially since oh, I mean, at this point, we've never heard of him. It's true, we haven't. Um, I, I, I like, I, I know you think we we talked about this briefly before yeah, we even started yeah, we streaming. <laughs> but uh, like, like I know you think that uh, that. Barty Crouch thinks that this was his son who conjured it. I think that Barty Crouch is getting rid of Winky just because he's like, oh, if people think Winky did it, she's my house elf. So yeah. I can't have that because yeah. I want no the bad look. with this. Like, yeah. mm, bad luck. Mm, we're not doing that. So yeah. I, I think that's the reason why he's getting rid of Winky. I think he's just like, I can't have that image yeah, at all. Maybe. But I, I I don't know. I think that if he wasn't worried about them finding out anything that he doesn't want them to find out, he would have just let um, Diggory interrogate Winky. But instead, he chose to do it instead. I mean, it, so. Amos Diggory did interrogate <laughs> Winky. He, he was like... Well, I yeah, mean, but I mean, like, the actual interrogation type thing where they would oh, take the, her oh, okay. and put her in front of, like, a... Yeah. You know, whatever. So yeah. that's why I think maybe he was kind of trying to, like, hide something. It just seems kind of sketchy the way he's going about it. 
in my opinion. Yeah. Um. I, I mean, the, the way you're thinking about it is also, you know how the book ends. Yeah, I so, do. So, <laughs> like, if, if, if you're reading this for the first time, you wouldn't know about Barty Crouch Jr. No. But I do understand your th- your thought process on this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we don't necessarily know, like, uh, like, how much contact Barty Crouch has had with his son when the last time they've talked was, you know, things like that. So, yeah, I'm pretty I sure know. I remember him talking about how he had been trying to keep his son like under wraps and like was making sure that he stayed protected, was protecting everyone from him. I don't I mean, know. Maybe. I don't know. I, think I don't think he had escaped yet though, is my thing. That's what I'm saying. I don't think Barty Crouch Jr. had escaped yet at this point, and that's why I think he was worried. Okay. I, I don't know, because I don't but remember. it's been a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no. I we'll think get that's there something... later. <laughs> we'll find out later, yeah. Yeah. We'll find out later. But anyway, this all, this all happens. They have their little discussion. They all start heading back to the camp, basically. Yeah. I... Okay, so at the beginning of this chapter, I guess I didn't make any notes about it, so I didn't think about it. But uh, but basically, you know, Mr. Weasley sends Fred, George, Ginny, Hermione, Ron, and Harry into the forest. And it's essentially just like, wait there, wait in the forest, and, you know, mm-hmm. we'll come get you. He mentions that Fred, George, and Ginny got back okay. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, first of all, who went and got them? Second of yeah. all, where did you find them? Yeah. Because, Arthur, you were with Harry, Ron, and Hermione. Well, I mean, like, it, uh, obviously, Arthur probably saw them before this instance of them appearing there. You think them. so? I mean, since he said Fred, George, and Jenny got back okay, I'm assuming that it already happened. I felt like maybe he just assumed they had because they were already at the tent. <laughs> oh, no, I, f- I, figured, I figured that he already, like, saw that they got back okay. But I'm like, how? Like, I don't think that much time has passed. Like, no. how have they, like gotten back okay already i don't know <laughs> i don't know either i don't very know. confused but they all made it back um yeah i don't know it's crazy but yeah harry is very confused about everything that just happened he was confused about death eaters mm-hmm. and like what they were doing especially if they ran away when the mark showed up because that's what they get that's, told happened is right, the death yeah. eaters ran away once that mark showed up so he was like what why would they run away if that happened blah 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 you know and then there's this whole discussion between like the older weasley kids where they're like hey you know like the whole thing is if that mark showed up and the death eaters are the death eaters that managed to stay out of azkaban that means they probably were the ones who lied and hid and all of this stuff and that's not something voldemort would be okay with so they're probably very scared of that mark (laughs) yeah uh, yeah and like i made a comment about this too i was like like thinking about the movie because i know the movie so well uh it makes what happens at the end of uh like the movie make more sense because you know voldemort gets reborn and he's like Going around to each Death Eater being like, ah, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so-and-so, so-and-so, so-and-so. Like, ah, uh, you, uh, you know, I, I disappeared. You did nothing and things yep. like that. And, like, in the movie, it's just kind of like, okay. Yeah. Interesting. But I feel like knowing, 
like having this little bit of information, even if it's just a very tiny thing of Bill saying like, hey, don't forget, you know, these people worked really hard to stay out of Azkaban. It's like, yeah. oh, okay, I get that now. I understand. <laughs> it would have been a, a useful piece of information to hear in the movie. Exactly. <laughs> even yeah. if it was just a sentence. <laughs> yeah, even if it's just a sentence like really early in the movie, like right after this happened, we we're just like, oh yeah, they worked really hard to stay out of Azkaban. It's like, okay, okay, I get it. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's whatever. Yeah. They haven't seen the mark in all the time that Harry has been alive because he is not 14 yet. So it's only been 13 years. And, uh, yeah, that's honestly pretty much like the end. Yeah. I had a a random question (laughs) in regards to the dark mark and the fact that it hasn't been seen in 13 years. And I'm genuinely curious as to, like, when the last time it appeared was and like yeah. who was killed at the time and why I guess because yeah. uh, like my thought is that you know like after the Potters had been killed like maybe Voldemort would have conjured the dark mark above the Potter's house yeah like you know had he not been uh, who knows what he it's wasn't possible. killed but <laughs> like but I, at the same time, like no one has ever mentioned the dark mark above the Potter's no. house, so I don't, I don't think it appeared above their house at the time. Or maybe uh, Joe but, just didn't think about it. Uh, this is very obviously a thing she only <laughs> thought about for this book, starting in this book. Uh, but like, I just, I, I'm just genuinely curious. Like, it, it doesn't make any difference uh, to whose house or just where it appeared, why it appeared. But I feel like it was definitely at least around the time of uh, that Halloween night when yeah. James and Lily died. Yeah, I agree. But we'll never know because Joe doesn't write it. So I mean, yeah. it's not really important. So it's not. <laughs> it's it's just not. a detail it that would have been interesting to hear. Yeah, it would have been interesting. But... Like us researching the Quidditch World Cup. <laughs> it'll, it'll happen. It'll we'll happen. We will. We will report back about the Quidditch World Cup in the next episode. But yeah, so that's that's it. That's chapter nine. It's yeah, it's over. It's over. I feel all like this of, is also yeah. a very underwhelming chapter. I don't I know what agree. it is about these two. I don't either. Both these two chapters are supposed to be very exciting, they and are, I was just and they're underwhelmed. Not. They're not exciting. They're not. <laughs> go watch they're the really movie not. for these chapters. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, go watch the movie. It's more. It's better. Yeah, it is. But. Um, the only thing in, I guess that we have is go join the Discord because we already said it at the beginning, but do it. Go join the Discord. Go <laughs> join the Discord. <laughs> come come share Harry Potter memes and whatever. Yes. That that really seems like the only thing that gets shared there, but you can share other things. You can share Disney ones, you can share Disney princesses, you can share whatever. It doesn't have to even be related to our podcast. Honest- Honestly, you don't even have to share memes. You can yeah, just you chat don't. with us. You can. You can also make like suggestions and comments on what we talk about and stuff. Yeah. Whatever. You can give us your opinions the on Discord's for that. Apparition and the Death Eaters and whatnot. Why did it play twice? Oh my gosh. Thank what you. Twice? <laughs> my <laughs> notification. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> Hi, Tom. Thanks for joining. (laughs) He said that was a sick chapter. I'm sure he was totally here. He said the podcast was sick. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Uh, yep. 
I'm gonna have to look into that and see why it did it twice. That was that was weird. But anyway, that's it. So, all right. So I guess we should keep it magical. I think we did pretty good on that one. I think that one was okay. Yeah. Hey guys. We um, wanted to go ahead and add this to the end, let y'all know that, yes, our Discord used to be Patreon exclusive, um, but we're thinking we are now going to go ahead and open it up so anyone can join. Um, And in there, we have, like, different areas where you can, like, chat about the series or whatever, your ideas and feedback, and just, like, general Discord whatever chaos (laughs) discord fun times yeah all those things so um if you want to go ahead and join that we will go ahead and add the link to the description in the show notes and we'll have like a social media post for it as well yeah we'd love to interact with you guys and we think the opening up the discord server to everyone is going to be so much fun because then we can all actually chat together and we can share all of our fun memes So come join us in Discord. It'll be great. (laughs) Do it. Join us. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Books, Movies, and Musicals, Oh My. If you'd like to connect with us, be sure to check us out on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, and Facebook at BMMOMI. Be sure to check out our website at bmmomi.wixsite.com slash home. And check us out on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash bmmomi. You can email us at books.movies.and.musicals.omai at gmail.com. Our socials, website, Patreon, and email address can be found in the description of this episode. Thank you all so much for listening. If you liked this episode, be sure to share it with your friends and family and even random strangers on the street. We can't wait to talk with you all next week. Bye!